WBEZ Features is supported by Adler University, educating students to advance socially responsible practice, healthy communities, and a more just society. With degrees in psychology, counseling, public policy, and leadership. Adler.edu. We're in our third week of Illinois' stay-at-home order, and while the COVID-19 pandemic has brought most of everyday life to a halt, one fixture of Chicago politics is finding ways to adapt. Aldermen in the city's 50 wards are leaning into their roles as neighborhood liaisons, even while their jobs at City Hall are on pause. WBEZ's Becky Vivi reports. This is what ward night sounds like now. recording. So my name is Carlos. Um, and then we'll spend the majority of our time taking questions. So I'll show uh, you all <clears throat> on my screen. Uh, oh, apparently that's been disabled. I'm Got actually it. in my office. I'm not home, <laughs> but I'm alone here. I am alone. Freshman Alderwoman Rosana Rodriguez-Sanchez's ward office is closed to the public, but the calls have not stopped. You would think that the the pace sort of slows down a little bit and you seem the absolute opposite, right? Like you just fun your day with calls. It's all day long. They're just different now, says Alderwoman Maria Haddon. It's not like people are still calling me about potholes. They're calling about coronavirus-related fallout. Haddon says instead of potholes, people now want help filing for unemployment or paying their rent. That's led her and a number of other aldermen to launch mutual aid networks or neighbor networks, basically connecting people who need X, Y, or Z to people who can do X, Y, or Z. To help folks who might be the most vulnerable get their essentials like food and meds. Alderman Gilbert Villegas says many elected officials are using a tried-and-true campaign technique to check in on people, phone banking. It's funny because seniors, when you get them on the phone, uh, and if they're in a really good mood, they love to talk. Vanessa Valentin works for Villegas and has spent most of the last two weeks running errands for people in the ward, getting them groceries, picking up prescriptions, even dropping off diapers. I got my my reusable mask. I got my gloves in the car. So I'm fear, I have fear, but I, I we got to do it, right? If if we all just stay in, then who's who's going to help, right? And and that's what I always think about. Alderwoman Rodriguez Sanchez says so many of the calls are not just people looking for help. People were mostly calling me to ask me what they could do. And, you know, that gives you hope in a time when everything just seems so dire. Connecting people with city services has long been in the unwritten job description of an alderman. Pat Dowell represents Bronzeville and the South Loop. Responding to service requests or social service requests is nothing new. We do more of it now, but I'll say one thing that has been good, the city administration, the mayor has set up what I would call daily conference calls with all 50 aldermen. She says they get updates from the police, the public health department, the schools. But the other part of an alderman's job, you know, actual legislating. We're still figuring out as a council how to have a a meeting remotely. Alderman Andre Vasquez. Because we would have to be able to do all the same kind of motions and Robert rules that we do in a council meeting, but also be able to have it streamed publicly and allow for public comment. Alderman Villegas, the mayor's floor leader, says they're aiming to hold a virtual city council meeting on April 15th, but only to take care of the stuff that didn't get done in March. He says they first need to find the technology to allow them to meet, because while Zoom and Google Hangouts might work for ward night, 
it could get a little messy for the 50-member city council. Becky Vivi, WBEZ News.